Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 123. Lucky, lucky 123. Michael, happy, happy 123 to you. Happy sequential numeric <laughs> TBWS <laughs> episode. I don't know. Happy, happy 123. This is going to be a really fun episode. We're, we're um, happy. We're always happy when we get to kind of do recurring segments we have uh, we have a few series of recurring segments here at tvws it's like you know aff- affordable vintage watches watch brands we know nothing about this week's episode is going to be a lot of fun because it's one of those it's one of those um it's just it's like a let loose topic like a like a no holds barred whatever topic you know what i mean yeah yeah do you, do you want to tell everyone at home what, what, what we're talking about or, or shall i gild of the lily further we're gonna revisit guilty pleasure watches the watches that we just probably Actually, most certainly, we'll never be able to own. <laughs> Guilty Pleasure Watches Part 4. Part 4. I, I love this topic because it's one of those things where we're taking common sense out of it. We're taking budget out of it. We're taking preconceived like watch fam notions out of it. And it's, if you take all that bullshit away, what are you fucking like, in love with? But you kind of feel bad about loving. Like, yeah. Like, my mind's telling me no. <laughs> but my body... <laughs> my body's telling me yeah you know what i mean like that's kind of how, how i've always this, seen these watches, watches also cost more than the roof that's over my body's head <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is some of my picks they're not necessarily expensive but they just they don't follow conventional like aesthetics that i would like but for some reason they kind of still they're on my mind you know what i, I mean went, i went nuts you went, went nuts nuts with this one <laughs> this is just like <laughs> so, so Mike chose three watches. I chose three watches. We don't know what each other. We don't know what we chose. We just said to choose three watches. Two of mine are expensive. One of mine um, is not. You're saying all of yours are expensive. Yeah. 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 Crazy. <laughs> like more expensive than I've ever chosen. I think. Oh for, my god. This. this we're setting records here, everyone. This is going to be a whole <laughs> lot of fun. But before, <clears throat> fucking hell, I'm choking. Before, <laughs> before we get to that. We have to honor tradition. One of the few solemn traditions we have on this fucking disgusting podcast. You know, I was listening to, I was, I, I, I have a small kind of like tangent. I was listening to other like podcasts and How dare I, you? I know. Well, I was just like, what, you know, what's what all the were hype? you thinking? I wasn't, baby. I wasn't. You gotta understand. She meant nothing. All right. <laughs> they meant, they meant nothing to me. No. And it's, they always begin like, be like, be like, be like you know, be like, Hey, you've come to blah 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 podcast. You know, uh, have a seat, sit back, and relax and enjoy. Like, yeah, that's the last fucking thing you're doing on this fucking show is relaxing. <laughs> I think you and I do an incredible job of instilling a wonderful sense of urgency in everyone that fucking listens to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like sitting. Oh, just uh, just just sit back, uh, grab your finest snifter full of God knows what, and uh, have a great time. No, that's the last fucking thing that's happening. I would love. Show. I would love to nail the. Uh the npr intro one day the npr podcast intro we should That's- have done one for april fools we could we should have done we should have done like uh, uh like like without like 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 explaining what we were doing just started the show as if it were an npr <laughs> show you know oh yeah. that would have been that would have been per- what, what would our what what's your what would your npr name be um You want to hear Alan mine? Alan Goodfellow. Oh, Alan, that's so good. You're wearing a turtleneck. Turtleneck with the blazer. 
Oh my god. I would be Sherman Herbert. Sherman. <laughs> I don't know why. I <laughs> I love Sherman. I I feel like as I feel like like hi, this is Sherman Herbert. I am uh, wearing my Vacheron Constantine uh, for this <laughs> evening's show, and be very happy to introduce you all to my next guest here. Like I could do that for an hour and a fucking half. If uh, I apolo- have to. apologies to to any Alan Goodfellows, <laughs> <laughs> if there are any Alan Goodfellows or Herman Sherberts or Sherbert Hermans, whatever I said. <laughs> if anyone asks, my name is Stephen Jennings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck are we doing? We're doing a watch podcast, dude. Sit back and relax, guys. You have reached the two book watch knobs. We have to honor one of the few goddamn traditions we have on this fucking show. We gotta do an audio wrist check, right? It's time. I have started so many times before. I've started <clears throat> first for like a month already, so you go first. <laughs> really? I haven't Let me just take a sip of this delicious seltzer water. I just got a soda stream, which means everything's everything's getting seltzered. Everything, man. All right. I'm in Gatorade. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Seltzerade. Right? Uh, What what do we do? Yeah, a fucking audio wrist check. Let's do it. For this audio wrist check, episode 123, um, I'm wearing this super, super cool vintage Vostok Amphibia um, in that Tano case, the one that I got was gifted very kindly by... Um, a listener of the show. This thing looks like someone had bought it in the early 80s or late 70s. Uh, and they're like, oh, this is a fine watch. And then they took three steps out of the store and then someone killed them. And they just shot them in the face. And then the watch was never touched ever again. It looks brand fucking new. But it's like 50, 50 years old. About 50 years old. <laughs> right? You've seen this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous looking watch. It looks... It looks nicer than my new Amphibia. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm wearing. It has this really cool blue dial. I love it because it has the um, it has the second hands that's... So there was a period of time where the Vostok Amphibia second hands swapped from like um, silver, like a, like like just like a bare metal to like a red, a red sort of looking pigment on the second hands. This one has the metal one. I like that. It feels more vintagey to me. I don't like the red second hands. Um, thing even though I, even even though I know it's more legible or whatever, I, I don't give a <laughs> shit. You know, um, I think thing, I just think it looks cool for your dives, for my yeah, for all this fucking dives I'm doing with you know my skills and my muscles. You know what I mean? Like fucking like where am I diving? I'm not diving. <laughs> diving to buy my bag of fucking potato chips to find myself. Like that's the only diving I'm doing in my <laughs> the fucking expedition. <laughs> The idea is the dude, 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 the fucking expedition lays, man. How you know, uh, fucking that's 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 gonna call it expedition lays, where it's just me eating potato chips on the couch, staring into the mirror, slack jawed and alone. <laughs> that's every Saturday, people. Every Saturday, but um, I'm wearing this watch because I'm currently on a journey to figure out what the fuck strap to put this watch on. Hmm. I have no idea. Right now, I have it on a Toxic <clears throat> Nato's 18 millimeter, um, just like a grace, just like a grace strap, like the regular. Um, just like a nylon strap that Terry offers over at Toxic Natives, and it's definitely cool. It serves its purpose, but I want I want to put something I want to put this on something like I want to put it on leather, but I don't want to do like a regular leather strap. I think I've talked about this on air. I want to put this on a bun strap, on a bun style strap. Those, I mean, those are pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> it's just, I think for that to work, the watch can't be over a certain diameter because then, I, I mean, at least for me. Unless you're Arnold, you know. Well, I um, feel like if we yeah, Arnold, Arnold could make it work. I feel like if I put this watch on a bun strap, I'd have to get, I'd have to buy a PRS and do my best like Mark Tremonti version because I don't know mm. why. 
Because I just feel yeah. like that's something he would totally wear. He would wear yeah, a totally. watch yeah. on like a bunt strap with like a with like a like a big fucking hot topic necklace, and he would just just riff it out, bro. Well, I guess I guess Mark Tremont isn't he, isn't even doing PRS guitars anymore. We talked about this, right? Is that isn't or no wait no 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 we oh no that was I got confused. It's John Mayer that's not doing Fender. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. John Mayer's <laughs> doing PRS. <laughs> Episode two of a podcast that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Just you wait, people. Oh, my God. What was I saying? So, yeah, we're in this um, vintage Vostok Amphibia. I love this Tenno case. There's a specific number for it, but um, I'm not remembering right now. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little rusty on my uh, Vostok case. Oh, it's, uh, it's, um, um, it's uh, zero, zero 090. It's either zero 090 or zero 070. Um, mm. It's one of those fucking things. But uh, yeah, wearing this super dig it, and uh, one day I'll figure out what strap to get this watch on. And I'm also wearing this because it's technically rela- related to one of my my picks for um <clears throat> for today. Oh, nice! Okay, guilty cool. pleasure watches. But what are you what are you wearing? Did you <clears throat> did you get the Dubuis back? Did you get the Roger Dubuis back from servicing? <laughs> did you get? You're you're more on point than you think. Did you? Oh my god. <laughs> It's happened, people. <laughs> I am wearing a fifteen four hundred Royal Oak. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? I can't even tell anymore. No, no, I'm not serious. Oh my god, I was gonna say it's like Cass. I found, I found my family's old vault full of penciled Rembrandts. <clears throat> yeah, those those have gone so. Those have gone so expensive. It's really disappointing because what, Rembrandts just, or Royal Oaks. I don't know about Rembrandt's, but the Royal Oak for sure has gotten way too expensive. Dude, those things were were like at retail for the most part, even if you found them um, used or gray market. But now they're just uh, into like the 23K plus range. It's so sad. Um, do you think someone that spends that much? Well, okay, no, that's not a fair question of me to ask. I was going to say if someone spends that much, do you think they're enjoying it? The answer is yes, You know, regardless of what you yeah. interpret as someone enjoying the watch. But at the same time, that's a lot of goddamn money. That is a ridiculous. That is like an inordinate amount of fucking dollars. Twenty three thousand of the dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of dollars, dude. I mean, it was. Depends on the person. Depends <clears throat> on your like life, I suppose. I remember when fifty bucks on groceries was like, "What the fuck is my doing?" Like, that's, you know. Well, that's a good point, right? I remember. Um, I remember being scared when I bought my first. When I bought the, the Seiko SNK eight zero seven, my first automatic. I was. I felt guilty for spending seventy dollars on a watch. Yeah. You know, so I mean I, I felt guilty when I bought the watch that I'm wearing now. You know, it's it's the Omega Speedmaster. There you go. Um it's a good yeah. watch though, man. That's a special watch. You, I mean you didn't just buy it. You bought it for a reason. Yeah. Even though even though I bought it for literally three thousand less than what it retails. Right. You know. Um it still felt like kind of crazy. I, I could not believe that I that I bought this watch. Um, so you, you and I were talking offline, just, uh, just about Apollo 13 being on Netflix. (laughs) Watch it. Everyone watch that movie. If you've never seen it or if you saw it when you were a kid like me, watch it again. Fucking incredible. So usually (laughs) this is, this is going to sound weird, but usually when I work at home, I've got two, two monitors on the desk Mm -hmm. on one. I'll keep at least one window open with uh, a live camera of this hummingbird nest. Okay. And I'll just I'll just do my I'll be working all day and then I'll look over and there's just this hummingbird doing bird things uh on is, her nest. Is this like 
is this like outside your home or it's being like piped <laughs> in from like some other place? It's just, it's, it's, be, just it's being piped in from, from like a nature preserve or something. Okay. Um, that sounds quite nice actually, but you know, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but this week I just had Apollo 13 on that screen. It was just playing on a, on a loop. I didn't even it's have the good, sound on. <laughs> a good fucking movie. Remember, remember when we used to work at that place and fucking Anna would just work with telenovelas. She would have, yeah, she, but she would have it on like the tiniest window. It'd be like a, like, like a thimble <laughs> and she could fucking, somehow see and like like understand what the fuck was going on oh man so yeah naturally i'm i'm in omega speedmaster mode and uh it's a great watch man i think it's the the least snobbiest snob watch you can probably um find so i have a question so i'm not like a space person and i'm I'm, i have a very tenuous understanding of watches neurology which i have no problem admitting i'll I'll admit that to anyone i don't know shit (laughs) About fucking watches, bro. Okay. Um, but I'm watching Apollo 13, and there's the scene. That I think I think it was the famous scene where um, they have to... They're trying to conserve power, but they turn the engines on to kind of correct their trajectory, and they had to do it within a certain time frame. Is that the time frame that Kevin Bacon's using to measure on his on on his on his Speedmaster? Yeah, yeah, Swigart. He's uh, he's wow. the one that he's the one that did it. You know, and you actually there's there's a camera there's like a light zoom into the watch like as he does it as he like and you hear the I don't know if you heard that pusher. A little bit. I heard a little bit. Yeah. There you go. What's and what the fuck do they write in the back of the wall? What can you do in 13 seconds or some shit like that? Is that what? What did they? That was that was on the that was on the latest uh, Snoopy edition. So Snoopy. Yeah. There's there's a version. It's funny. Back when I was uh, getting, I guess, I was into watches like in college, but then, um. You know, I, I got married and I uh, I started looking at them a little bit more and uh, I don't know, that Snoopy watch came out and at the time it was like $8,000 or $7,000. I'm like, this wow. is so stupid expensive. It was, it was the second edition <laughs> Snoopy Speedmaster and now those <clears throat> things sell for like 20 you know, because they're, they're super limited. But yeah, that's the one that has what can you do in... I think 14 seconds or something like that. What can, what can, what, I can disappoint my wife. That's what I can fucking do in 14 seconds. <laughs> if you happen to know Omega. I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Oh man, that's so fucking good. That's a great movie though. I mean, if you, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's definitely, it's definitely, I will say it is an Omega ad, but it's not an obtrusive Omega ad. No, it's it's not. I, I mean, I I thought First Man would be worse, uh, because mm-hmm. um, I I think Omega ran some some banners or something, or even like YouTube ads, um, <clears throat> right before the movie came out, which is it's also a great movie, First Man. Never seen. Um, but um, no, it's it's subtle and the the speedies are cool, and there are some Seiko Chronos in there too. Um, yeah, but this this watch is. Is perfect. It, it hasn't left my wrist all week. How badly did you want to uh, take up cigarettes again after watching that movie? Everyone, <laughs> everyone in fucking Mission Control is just sucking back coffee in those fucking NASA meatball logo mugs, and they're smoking. It's like, damn, I could, I could, I could really get into this coffee and smoking game. <laughs> that was that was like a weird. It, you know what? When I was a little kid, I never wanted to be an astronaut. Mm-hmm. 
But that was a weird sort of dream job for me. I was like, what are those guys doing in that, that control room? That looks like a cool job, That's you know? Awesome. And I, th- I, it's really sad, but I think because I was young and I saw them smoking and I thought it was so cool, you know? <laughs> That's like really fucked up, but... That's move. I mean, uh, that's why they don't allow smoking in movies anymore, man. Because yeah. <laughs> that shit works. Yeah, dude. You know, it works on like little kids and <clears throat> ah, shit like that. Fuck yeah, hell. it's it's very well done. Some cool speed masters. Uh, it's cool to see Ed Harris behind like one of those old you know control consoles. It's cool it's heads, fantastic. people. Cool and, heads. Uh, yeah. I you know I, I will still always recommend a speed master. Um, if someone wants a, you know. Uh, a nice watch that isn't too snobby i suppose you Mm -hmm. can i mean i i can i I feel like i can have this omega and just never buy another watch you know and 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 people i've said this before and people dm me and they're like really like even the doxa i'm like i can get rid of that doxa you know (laughs) that's a love (laughs) so um one one good thing is I'm, i'm wearing it more often than I was before, and that's why it's super thrashed. So I'm noticing it now. <laughs> that's awesome, though. But excuse me, I think that I, 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 every now and then entertain the notion of possibly like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I had this in the collection? Like, it would totally be cool because I feel like, and I don't use this fucking phrase often because I think the the idea of these are really dumb. But it, it almost does feel like a certain like rite of passage mm-hmm. to some extent if you find the watch. Uh, attractive, you know what I mean? <clears throat> to yeah. like want it in your collection, or at least to try it on, you know, or something. And so, like one day, if I ever, if I got a bunch of pieces, or if I got pieces that I wanted to like check those boxes off, and I'm like, you know what, like, uh, you know, let's let's, you know, what else can I get? Also, just to just to emphasize in this in this in this fantasy scenario, I, I'm just I apparently somehow have money. Um, which is to say, this scenario will never happen. I just want to make that clear for everyone. I will never be in a position. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Um, pretty you, gotta, bad. you gotta believe, man. You gotta believe. I believe that I'm bad at what I do, which is an indication. Ah, that... So do I. This is an issue that we have. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have the TBWS Patreon therapy special. Which is us talking about our feelings. That's every <laughs> that's every Monday. Every Monday is the TBWS therapy special. Right? Guys. Give give Kaz some therapy. DM us and tell I will, him tell him that he needs a speedmaster. I will I will say thank you to everyone who did DM and email us and reach out and ask about like the website and if the website was okay because it was down last week. You're doing all that bullshit. It's fine. Thank you to everyone that also said the new website looks good. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, it didn't change too too much. We changed uh the, 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 we we just changed some stuff on there to make it just look. What's the word? Less shitty. I think that's the. I think that's a good mm-hmm. way of saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so appreciate everyone's kind uh, kind words about that. And um, yeah, let's all buy Speedmasters. Let's celebrate by buying. I was would do when the website finally was up again. I my wife and I literally went out and celebrated. <laughs> you guys went out to dinner. We went out to fucking dinner, dude. And it was like, oh my god, I ate way too fucking much. And I'm just like, yeah, dude. I hope I hope the building where our old host is located fucking burns down. All right, <laughs> because there's no other act of godlike retribution that I will be satisfied with other than that fucking building burning down with all their fucking like like families inside of it. All right, because of all the pain and anguish that they caused me for that stupid bullshit. Oh my god, fucking jeez. 
So I do we do we do quite a touch a, 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 a bit too much blaspheming on the show. So, <laughs> blaspheming. Uh, I do <laughs> I do apologize for all the blaspheming. On that oh. note, should should we talk about the Facebook? Because we're we're having not not issues with the Facebook, but um, we were having we're just a- we're trying to make the community a little bit better and maintain that because we it's a cool space and um, the guys that are working to maintain that are are doing a fantastic job. But we just have a small request. Yeah, huge. So huge shout out to Greg, uh, Greg Wood, Ben Newcomb, and Skip Rose. You guys are basically you are the TBWS Facebook um, group. I, I I dunk in there. I dip dunk dip dunk dig dodge dip um. I jump in. I did diglet diglet dig trio trio trio. I jump into that Facebook group um, whenever I get the chance, and it's just incredible. Like it is, I did not know that a watch kind of group had that capacity to just be so open and cool. Yeah. Every other watch group I've tried to like get into, it's just like, it just sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think this is a testament to just how awesome people who listen to. The two book watch knobs are how awesome each and every one of you are. And so the Facebook group is something really, really incredible. However, Greg Wood, um, uh, my moderator over there, he had a request. Uh, and I'm just going to read what he wrote because I, I I'm Facebook illiterate. I know as much about Facebook, Facebook as I know about watches. So I'm in the fucking dark on all this shit right now. All right. Um, mm. But he said here, can you mention to people joining the Facebook group to answer the questions when they click the join? Answering the questions will get you in automatically and it will save them just basically a lot of time. So if you, so the, the Facebook group, it's a closed group. When you go to apply to join, you will get asked questions. They're not like difficult. It's not like, it's not like what's your mother's maiden name. Like it's fucking, it's like, they're basically trying to make sure you're not like a robot or like, like a scammer. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's, I think, I think what, when I, when I was doing it, I had it something like, like what, you know, what is the two book wash now? Just about, it, it's, it's something really dumb like that answer those questions that will basically just automatically show that you're your 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 das humanos you know what i mean and you will you will be good to go so that's a request i want to relay from greg huge shout out and thank you to everyone on that group um i do realize i probably have not gotten the facebook specific giveaway uh live yet that's totally my bad i've been dealing with a lot over here on my end i will get that up soon it's gonna be pretty wild i think everyone's gonna enjoy it but yeah definitely go and check out that facebook it's it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's fantastic right yeah. oh my god so good uh let me cross that off the list the agenda the hastily scribbled oh, napkin the agenda. agenda the agenda do uh so what do you want to do uh what's next on our fucking kanban board dude what's uh we're agile now so what do you uh what's the next story <laughs> do you ever do you ever use a kanban board in any of your fucking jobs so, no there's so many things wrong with what you just said what bro you fucking we're agile now dude we're in it man <laughs> let's up level our uh let's up level <laughs> fucking corporate this is two broke corporate <laughs> speak snobs <laughs> two broke corporate speak snobs brain trust is in session let's sync up on some ideas. no was it let's rev let's rev on some ideas rev. rev also might be the new drug teenagers are doing i'm not entirely it's sure some rev yeah, I don't so know. Just, ultra, ultra just happened in Miami, so we gotta check. Oh my god, see what's up? <laughs> ultra, bro. Oh, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? So yeah, okay. So site, new sites up. Um, 
working really hard with all of our uh, all the incredible people that are contributing content to the site to basically get a lot of new content on the site. And this past week, last week, uh, by the time y'all are hearing this, really cool shit. Obviously, huge, huge shout out to Greg Bedrosine for the Zodiac Aerospace GMT reissue review on the site. That really watch awesome. looks incredible. But I, I'm so mad. This is this is a good time to get into watch news things. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Usually we're like, hey, can we talk about watch news? And we talk about stuff we've seen on other sites. But no, you know what? We're going to talk about this review on our site. On our fucking site. <laughs> <laughs> On the twobrogewatchnobs.com. But yeah, so huge shout out to Greg Bedrosian getting the review up there. It's a beautiful watch. And he took he took yeah. really spectacular photos in a way that highlights just like the colors on that watch. So good they you were stolen. I mean? <laughs> some 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 piece some piece of human fucking filth pilfered Greg Bedrosian's <laughs> fucking photos for their goddamn eBay listing. If you see his photos up there. I guess report him. What do you do? What do you what What do you can you can you mail him a pipe bomb? What do you do if someone says something wrong? <laughs> this this is how we that's actually wrong, go to jail. dude. <laughs> that's you can't do that. You can't just because that, that's that's first of all that's not fair to Greg who busted his ass on those fucking photos. It's obviously not fair to Two Broke Watch Knobs because that was content we were hosting. And it's not fair to whoever he fucking sells that watch to because that guy probably doesn't actually have that watch. If he's stealing photos, you know. Uh, and and price gouging in the meantime, but um, that's a whole other. We should do we should do a whole topic on like the most egregious price gouges in orological history. I, I mean, yeah, we already had the the limited edition discussion. You know, it, yeah. it, that's just something that's going to follow. But um, you know, on a, on a lighter note, I thought the review was great. Um, it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, watches. Really Sorry, I got very angry. That's <laughs> no, okay. Me too. <laughs> the watch. I, I DM'd him and I was like, "Hey, man, are you like selling your thing? Because I see your photo." He's like, "Nope, I'm not selling." But um, he did he did a great job with the review. The watch is awesome. Honestly, one yeah. of one of the coolest, um, probably the coolest release uh, at Basel mm-hmm. this year. And I, I'm happy to see Zodiac as a brand that seems to be listening to the community because I know people were super vocal about um, this in the years before this release. So yeah, um, yeah. hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully they see this response and, um, you know, take, take action overall because the, just like the sea wolf, there's so much variety. There's so much that you can choose from. Even if you're buying vintage, it's, it's not a bad idea. So much color, so much variety. Same goes for the GMT. You know, they had um, they had Pepsi versions. They had versions which are just yeah. like, you know, the black and the grayish bezel. So they have a lot to work with. Um, I wrote about that in the uh, the news release that we did. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully Zodiac is paying attention. I'll be super impressed when they make it non-limited and when they can do a GMT version of an STP movement. Dude, that's like fossil, yeah. fossil wood change things <laughs> yeah that would <laughs> you know? for me that would be like the mic drop like oh shit yeah i'm in it now i'm paying attention i mean i'm not paying attention now but i'll pay attention more yeah you know sadly i think <clears throat> if it does happen it's going to take a super long time you think our you think our children will be alive to witness it yeah but you know then again <laughs> I, I mean seiko already bakes uh a gmt movement with a jumping local hour it's just the kinetic movement it's not it's not one of it's not all mechanical or anything so 
They actually oh, okay. already do that, but they use it in super fucking huge watches like that S U N O something kinetic GMT diver. Oh. <laughs> it's massive. Uh, but check out that review if you haven't so already. Cool. Um, like like check Kaz it, yeah. said, the, the photos are fantastic, and um, Greg did a great job, and uh, so did Zodiac. So we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens in the future. Other pieces of content on the site that are really cool. Uh, review from Mark Signorelli on the on the show. I do apologize, Mark, if I'm not saying your name right. Mark Signorelli, that looks right to me. Uh, it's actually a review of this, of this Minuteman watch um, A11, A11. Um, the reason that I was particularly kind of attracted to it is that it uses a, a USA-made quartz movement. This, um, I think it's called like the AmeriCorps or something like that. We actually have, uh, Mark is working on a companion piece kind of just dedicated to that, the idea of this kind of USA-made quartz movement. And, and check out the review itself, the watch, it does, does look pretty cool. It's like a field-style watch. It's really, really fun. Um, there's also a review of the, wait, what happened? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'm just, I'm just thinking back at some of the things we've said, and I'm so happy that we can say them. <laughs> What did we say? What are they? Is it? Is the? Is, was it the pipe bomb joke? That's not a very good joke. <laughs> no, I was. I was thinking just in in more like broader like TVWS history. I'm just. I'm very excited to record right now. Sorry. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. There's also a review um of this Crafter Blue, uh, rubber strap uh from Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Gatto. I have no idea how to say your name, bro. Andrew Gatto. That sounds about right to me. And then also, uh, just the other day, I put up this really, really just like awesome piece. Um, it's this. It's basically going to be this kind of reoccurring series called uh, "A Life on a Wrist," um, basically being written by. I should have probably practiced your name before we jumped on air, dude. Seth Mirsma, Mirsma, Seth. I feel like there's extra con, like extra vowels in your name. That I'm not sounds. Like an that sounds like your alter ego. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're that son of a bitch. Yeah, it sounds so like your fake ID. My fake my my fake ID was if I had a fake ID it would be my white name Tim. <laughs> Just to simplify the whole fucking I don't have to spell my name. I don't have to answer. Oh, your name's so interesting. Where's your name from? It's from fucking New Jersey. Can I please just go about my day? All right. It's so weird. Where is your family from? Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a nice person, guys. I'm sorry. Um, a life on wrist. Um, this piece that's uh, I'm gonna fuck up your name, bro. Fucking just email me how to say it. Safe Marisma. Marisma. SM. I'm gonna call you SM from now on. Check it out. Really, really cool. Tell us about basically his adventures with um, the Seiko Orange Monster. Um, where did he go? He went. To, he went to Cuba with this thing. I think he also went to was it Patagonia? <clears throat> I feel like I should go to Cuba now. That's crazy. Well, it, well, isn't isn't it isn't it now open for tourism for U.S. citizens? Yeah, I mean, we could we, could, we can go watch botting. Oh man, find some like tropic dial submariners. Wasn't no, wasn't Castro a big Rolex dude? I'm sure he was, a, man. Sure, he double fisted those things. What a fucking baller! Oh, this guy, <laughs> this gotta be some great dude. We should go. We should go uh, Soviet watch hunting there. Can you imagine what might be there? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. It's funny, I um I was talking to my father in law mm. about just Rolex in general. And he's like, Oh yeah, you know, like you Cubans, you love like <clears throat> Rolex. And I kinda had to stop and be like, Yeah, actually, you know, growing up, my the only the only person in my family that had one was my grandfather. And it was given to him after twenty five years of service at his jobs. <laughs> so very <laughs> but 
but it's true like uh, among like our culture at the time there was this sort of infatuation with rolex and i mm. you know even if you did hate him which my family did um <laughs> you sure did, a lot of families have some issues <laughs> you did you did kind of look at him double fisting rolexes and be like god fucking asshole that looks so cool <laughs> you know? gotta so, give me a goddamn rolex <laughs> yeah i think he'd do like a gmt in one hand and a sub in the other like oh something my god totally Jesus. like ludicrous <laughs> <laughs> the dream bro <laughs> the oh, dream. so good so yeah check out check out these pieces on the site huge thank you to everyone that has contributed to the site if you have ideas or if you have something you want to review um, for the site we're always super open to hearing everything super open to basically hearing any review for something like Anything really under a thousand bucks, we're, we're super open to. We'll even sometimes make an exception to that rule if it's something that's like right on the edge or still kind of pretty popular in the watch fam. So always, always Dude, super open to hear. If you guys. if you have an RM Bubba Watson and you want to write a review for us, just set, just send it. Just over. send just send your watch cur- uh, uh, attention to TBWS headquarters. <laughs> don't send don't send the return address. You don't need that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, let me see here. Yeah, so sites back up. Um, if you're going on the Facebook group, answer the questions. Otherwise, Greg Wood's going to lose his mind. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's time. Oh, well, do you want to talk about this piece of uh, urology news we were talking about before on the other website that no one else covered? So Citizen, so Citizen is bringing back the Accutron. You know, I would say that, you know, it was Bulova doing it, but it's it's really Citizen. So Citizen, right? Um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, the the watch that we saw sort of in the press looks really really cool. It's like a yeah, it's a reiteration of the traditional Accutron Space View, which was a really popular watch because of how it was done. So we spend so much time talking about open case backs and you know hand finished balance cocks and uh you know so the the space Sorry. view the, yeah i know it's it's ridiculous this whole hobby is stupid but <laughs> could you imagine uh, just just find a girl at, at a bar and talk about your engraved balance cock <laughs> let me let me talk to you about this hand finished hand balanced cock cock <laughs> all right oh this is not one for the kids Okay, but anyway. None of these episodes are one for the kids. <laughs> People still listen with their children for some unknown reason. The only the only child-friendly episode is probably when we had um, Dan Clayton about, on here about military watches. Yeah. I don't think we talked about anything disgusting or lurid or anything like that. I think that was probably, that was probably a pretty kid-friendly episode. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, think, I think it's cool news. Um, obviously now, the only thought in my mind... So back in 2018, Citizen announced the that super accurate quartz movement that they came right. out with. Right, right, um, right. I think it's like the zero one hundred or something like that. Yeah. And so I had to wait a year to see what the fuck they did in 2019. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, it's gonna happen. This is like Citizen is gonna rule Basel World 2019. And you yeah. know, honestly, the watches are really cool. But I think that the non-limited is like seven thousand nine hundred or something, and then the other one is like fifteen grand. That wasn't so much for affordable. That was not the plan, you know. And and it was something like accuracy for all or whatever. I, I don't know what the marketing was, um, but 
a- accuracy for all financing available and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, now Accutron kind of quietly was reintroduced into the the market, and it's it's the same kind of deal. They they released uh, like a concept uh, this year, and then I think next mm. year we should expect to see some kind of production model. So my fear is that we'll see the same sequence of events. So you think this, so you, in regards, this is in regards to the space view movement or, or just any, movement. anything that uses Accutron, you know? So you think, do you think we're going to see like $4,000 Accutrons or more, you know? I think that would probably be an appropriate time for us to take to the streets. <laughs> take right? to the streets. <laughs> we might be overdue for another peasant revolt. I'm not we have sure. No, we have no home. We have no home. <laughs> We've been priced out of Seiko, right? We've been it's priced like the out of IT Citizen. crowd when we're just like trying to smoke, but we're just getting pushed <laughs> further and further away from the building. Everything looks more Soviet. <laughs> I can't go out there. It's so Soviet. Soviet. Yeah. <laughs> smoking was fun. Yeah, so why, man? That's so funny, though. God damn it. It's possible. The so watch, which, which, the watch looks really cool. We'll we'll link to the the Hodinkee piece. Um, I think it was it does look by, cool. by Jack Forrester. It was really well done. Um, so Accutron is, our, is, is our, super cool. You know, they are they are really cool. I just don't want to get priced out of it. But look, so what what's our what's our last bastion of of solace? What's what's the last place that we know we can always rely on to never price us out? Do Dude, we have such a home? If if something happens to like Vostok or something where they, I don't know, they're like, this is the watch that this person wore and there was only one in existence and now we're reissuing it for $30,000. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think then we'd be fucked. That's a good point. I mean, then we'd have to the... take up rock collecting. Oh, one day. I like, I've, I've, roma- I've, I've fictitiously romanticized rock collecting in my head. As this like beautiful hobby where no one bothers you and everything's affordable, but I'm, but I'm pretty sure rock collecting is awful. It's gotta be horrible. Yeah, you know, bird watching. That's that's what I'm gonna do. What, what do watch. they call it? Twerking, tweaking, tweet to twitting. Well, no, the, uh, what's the name? Wait, twerking and tweeting Twitch. are very different. Tw- things. Twitching, twitching, twitching. Watching is called twitching. Yes. Says who? I'm gonna fucking ask the internet, dude. <laughs> twitching, twitching. <laughs> That's what people yes. do in the RVs twitching on my street. To, that's, that's tweaking. Twitching is a British term used to mean the pursuit of previously located rare bird. Wow. Look at that. I heard it on the television. I, I, I can't keep it, up with the kids today. I guess it's not like a like a US thing. It's just it's just here a British term, so this is, this is the second episode where we have like like a heated debate about some some term. I can't remember the last one. Every episode, man. I don't know. I, I mean, think it was I a just... fraction last time. Actually, we were trying to figure out math. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, that was that was a bad time with the two broke watch, and I was trying to fucking do some math on there, guys, just to let you know. Or maths for any of you Twitchers out there. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? We're doing a watch podcast. That was a good time. Let's, time. let's go into the main segment. That, let's that, do so the that main Accutron segment. is cool. The Space View is fantastic. I hope they reissue the um, Accutron Astronaut, which is fucking awesome. Yes. Um, but we'll see what happens. Basel what 2020. Happens. You want to try and be there? I, I, we were talking about this off air. Should we try and be there? 
I say we give it a shot. Fuck, as I burp on I'm, I'm, I'm a professional, guys. I'm a professional. So I think we, um, I think we actually have to give it a shot. I think we can give it a shot. I think we can fight, even if we, we, we have to walk there on our hands and knees. I'm I think we can give it a shot. Episode one, two, three, to say that we, we gotta, we gotta give it a shot. I think we can do it. I think we can. I think we can do it. But I'm gonna go there. But we're gonna pick it outside. I, we're gonna pee it. No, let, let, let's let's go there and just pick it the outside. <laughs> pick of it. Oh boy! Right? What are we? What are we protesting for or against outside of Basel? <laughs> let Maranam inside. Let Maranam in. <laughs> Give Maranam a booth. <laughs> Demetrius, things to show us. Give Maranam a booth. Here we go. Let's do the main topic. I'm sorry. If, I'm if you've made it 40 minutes in, we're so sorry. I hope this is making <laughs> your Monday better. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's make, it's, it's, it, this show makes everything better for me. So. Hope you guys are having a good time because I, I used to. Am. I used to feel really guilty about going on tangents and taking a while to get to the main topic. And you know what? There are like forty watch podcasts out there now. Like you, <laughs> you didn't come to us to like have that experience. Can so. you guys be more professional, please? <laughs> you fuck yourself. Literally, we cannot. I refuse to acknowledge that we could be more professional. I now, now that there are forty watch podcasts out there. There are a metric fuck ton. When we started, there were like three, right? That's what it felt like. Three or four. But here, now there's let, about four hundred and seven. Let's let's do it. It's it's a good time. Let's do you talk about go- the goddamn man. Let's about fucking guilty pleasure watches, right? You know what? I I like I like that I'm doing this now, and I'm I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be vulnerable for you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna share my feelings, Before, which might be a Natalie and Burglia song. But yeah, go on. <laughs> Before we start this, you know, I think I think everyone at some point thinks about a watch as a way to communicate status. And sure. like, I'll yes. be completely honest that I've seen I've seen watches before that are super expensive, and thought to myself like, "Wow, if I had that, people would think that I had a ton of money," you know. Right. And like, some of these watches would communicate that, but I feel like my picks now are a little bit more thoughtful. Like I, I think, I think the ones that I chose are mostly because I like them personally, a hundred percent. Whereas, like That's episode awesome. one through three of this segment, I think at least one of those might have been like, yes, people might think I'm a badass. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so this is this is this is this is purely what you're, yeah, what you're about, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let's so let's let's so guilty pleasure watches. The idea of these watches that we just we just we just want to love, but they're either too expensive. So your all yours are expensive. You said. Yeah, they're 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 kind of ex- they're kind of expensive. All right. Do you? So I chose three watches. You chose three watches. Do you want to go first, or shall I? I'm gonna start with my cheapest one. Okay, that's a good that's a good place to start. My cheapest one. At one hundred and eight thousand dollars. Holy fucking Christ, box, dude! How the fuck? How the fuck is this? Po- okay, yeah, dude. Yeah, what's up? What? Why? What are you? Uh, what are you looking at? What do you? What, what do you? What do you got? The, what do you got in the crosshairs? So I think I've <sighs> talked about this before. This this watch specifically. Um, Getting ready to Google it. I have reached the point in my collection where I have too many dive watches. I know people DM me after and they're like, no man, there's no such thing as too many dive watches. I have too many dive watches. I don't dive at all. (laughs) Like 
as wet as I get in Seattle is just walking outside. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but this is this is the one. This is the one that I would oh. add to just okay. like to really change things up. It's the MBNF HM7 Aquapod with the green bezel, limited to 50 pieces. The Aquapod, I remember this. It looks like it's a jellyfish on your wrist. There's nothing there's nothing out there like it. This is a beautiful watch. So right? MB so MBNF MBNF is <clears throat> super cool brand. Like every time they do anything, I'm just like glued to the computer screen and i i love i love what they do because they they do their own thing um kind of kind of like we do on this podcast so right yeah <laughs> nothing really matters and mbnf is always going to be mbnf um but this this dive watch was a little when it came out it was like a little different for them like they usually came out with these this thing I think is they so call fucking them, cool i think they call them like the space pirate you know and Everything was very right. Jules Verne and like steampunk looking, but this thing was a little more subdued. And it was the first time I looked at an MBNF and I was like, okay, I think I might wear that. You know, I would totally wear this. I think it's also a tourbillon. I'm not. I'm not even. I haven't even looked into it that much. But I know I'm sure it is. If they if if they could jam a tourbillon in here, they're they're going to. Yeah, it's a flying tourbillon. It's oh it's God. in there. They they got one of those things in there. Um, to look at the loom for this thing. Yeah, this this thing is totally bananas. And there's, I, I want to look something. I want to look at the water resistance real quick. Hilariously, the water resistance is only fifty meters. Yeah, girl. Let's so do it. It's like it's like their dive watch, but it's not even really a dive watch. They know that they know no one's gonna dive in this fucking thing. Yeah, of course. So um, this thing is beautiful, though. Wow. You know, I I don't know what it is. I think it's a combination of the way the the green bezel was done, the loom, just like the. You want to talk about Dat Dome? Like this, <laughs> this, this has it. You know. Um, this is actually one of those rare instances seeing this watch where I I really get annoyed when like some of these like <clears throat> like autology brands are like um. Oh, you know, we want to try to find like the idea of like functional art. Oh, it's art, it's art, and then, like I'm like, yeah, fucking whatever, dude. This thing actually feels like a like a functional piece of art. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm into now, like, it. There's nothing, and and even though it is it is really artistic and avant garde in its sort of way, like there's nothing there's nothing super pretentious about this MBNF. I feel I feel like a lot of the other models they do are. Mm-hmm. And then they'll do those clock things where it's like a robot that starts jerking off and like, like, I was, tells oh you the time. God, I was literally just gonna say it was a robot <laughs> masturbating itself. <laughs> you know, like so. Um, yeah, this is this is the MBNF for me, the HM7 Aquapod, fifty pieces <clears throat> with me. a green bezel, and it's one hundred and eight thousand. It's really, it's by far a very very guilty pleasure. What would you wear with this? <laughs> I would wear a monogrammed bathrobe as I time, as I break vegan, and I make my own version of the Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs while my beautiful wife waits for me 
to I don't know come back to bed or something with with What's, breakfast in bed. What are the Gordon Ramsay these like these like like slit a pig's throat over the eggs? Like what is what are the Gordon Ramsay's eggs? Gordon if Ramsay. you dude, if you if you are into like scrambled eggs and stuff, you should mm-hmm. you should YouTube some Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs. He has a very very special way wow. of. Um, I I actually I think those eggs were the reason my wife said yes after I proposed. So. <laughs> just just saying <laughs> we we weren't vegan back then <laughs> thank you mr ramsey yeah for getting me married okay. <laughs> check Aquapods. it out pods i forgot about these things man but yeah i would wear this with only a bathrobe <laughs> and i do I my hoping, groceries and i was in hoping that i was gonna yes that was i was hoping you're gonna say i'm gonna wear these in a monogram bathrobe in the middle of Publix. like i was hoping you were gonna say <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, no, nothing else. Nothing else matters after I spent a hundred grand on a watch. That's so good. (laughs) That's so fucking good. You think King County Police are going to do anything to me? Please. (laughs) Guys, stand down. He's wearing an aquapod. Oh, okay. Let's get back in the cars. Uh, How about you? What's what's your number one? So I've been going on this. I've been going on this weird, like, 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 like quest, like this, this internal orological like journey. Of just understanding what is going on in my life, um, Basel happened, and yeah. something happened. Something happened. Something happened. There's something caught my eye at Basel that I talked about on our Basel episode. That's been like really circling my brain ever since. And it was that Chanel J12 that they, the, those new ones they pushed out. Right. The full ceramic one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful watch. I fucking there's something about that watch. So just this, just to emphasize, that's not my pick. Um, it's leading my pick. It's a beautiful watch. There's something about it which I'm just super into. It's a 38 millimeter diver. The whole fucking thing is ceramic. You know what I mean? It's supposed to have an incredible movement in there. And it got me. I felt bad for liking that watch because I'm like, dude, it's a, it's like a Chanel watch. Like as a watch person, I'm not supposed to like quote unquote fashion watches because some people would consider that a fashion watch because it's Chanel. Right. Yeah. You know. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm just like, well, if I like this Chanel watch, are there any other like quote unquote like fashion watches I'm not supposed to like that are fucking awesome? And I found one. And that's my guilty pleasure choice. This All first right. one here. This this um, uh, this is a different approach to this uh, this segment, so I'm excited. It, it it's it, for me. It's a guilty pleasure because I feel like I'm not supposed. First of all, just to clarify, this is an expensive watch for my for my for my for my illiterate broke ass. This is an expensive watch. Okay. Um, but it's one that I feel like, as watch people, we're not supposed to. We're, we're supposed to just like I don't know. And it's it's a Tiffany, it's a Tiffany and Co. Watch. Mm. Okay. They it's make this, some cool watches, dude. I don't I'm, don't feel guilty. They make some fucking cool watches. I'm fucking blown away. It's this Proceed. Tiffany and Co. Tiffany and Co. CT60 Chronograph. Let's see. The newer ones that I've seen on their website are like blue, but the one that I saw and love has like a gray dial. Oh yeah, dude! This thing is fucking beautiful. These are I, cool, man. I love the bracelet. I love the crown. You know what I mean? I am, I am all about this thing. It might be a touch big at forty-two millimeters, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. I love the lugs on this, dude. I know? I could be wrong, but also Tiffany offers a very like intuitive customization platform like you can go into one of their boutiques what? and also customize one of these and i think i think ariel from vlog to watch has one i think he actually customized one and like like wears it and stuff i think like a surf green sort of color like almost that traska blue so or the tiffany blue 
you know so even if you don't like a color or anything you can you can customize it can i put the can i put the tbws logo on one you probably can find a way maybe not on the dial but you can probably do something like to the case back i should try and do that the thing is the so the watch okay so right now on the on the on the tiffany website it's six thousand bucks this one all right really that's what Damn. it says <laughs> compared to your yeah. 108 fucking thousand dollar aquapod i see uh, it this is a cheap yeah. watch compared to the mbnf aquapod in the reality where i get upset at paying money for groceries this is a fucking expensive watch you know what that's I mean? a lot yeah but there's something about it i'm 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 quite fucking smitten with it but hearing but hearing that ariel from blog to watch has one I, I don't think i like this watch anymore I think it's that easy, man. It's that easy. It's that easy, just like that. You know what I mean? I've moved on. I've 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 attained post-coil clarity. What am I doing here? You know what I mean? I actually I I, I like that it's it, you know it's a it's a simple two-register. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I I think that I think that Tiffany gets a lot of shit for making watches. First of all, and it's it's cool that you approach this from from that angle. You know? It's just it's I don't. The problem is we're within the watch family. We're so inclined to decide if we like something based on what brands on the dial. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a watch and you're like, uh, is that an Invicta? I don't want to say I like it if it's actually an Invicta. It's like that shouldn't fucking matter. You know what yeah. I mean? Whatever the watch says it is shouldn't matter. Do you like that watch? You know, um, it's like choosing your spouse just because I only date brunettes. What if someone's fucking incredible and they're and they're just like gorgeous? Eh, I'm only about brunettes. <laughs> that is a ridiculous requirement to have, sir. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 and just kind of taking my my brain out of that, and I was looking at it, and I kind of happened upon these. I fucking fell in love, man. These things are awesome. But yeah, like I said, knowing that Ariel has one, I don't, I, 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 I don't want it anymore. <laughs> it's that easy. It's that easy, man. That is that is that quick, bro. It's that quick. But yeah, that's my that's my first regretful pick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, dude. what what about uh so the fucking and the aquapod was your cheap was your aquapod cheapest was my cheapest dude <laughs> what's uh what's next what's next on the brain trust docket let's see let, let me make sure the aquapod was the cheapest yep 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 <clears throat> can confirm so so you <laughs> You had a call out to Roger Dubuis early on in the episode. Oh no! It's this my second one is a Roger Dubuis. I knew it. I knew it, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is about these watches. Mm-hmm. Everything about them is just totally like not me. I don't know. As as a watch collector, uh-huh. as someone that's into watches, I just I can't explain why I'm attracted to them. But okay. I've, you know, there's something about the way that this brand works with, um, like the materials that they have, like the carbon cases and like the fact that I think some of, maybe even this one, I think parts of the movement are all carbon. Oh, wow. Um, that just really turns me on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. No. Um, this is the Roger Dubuis Escalibur Aventador S. Christ, okay, let me, I don't know what language any of those words were in Roger de Bois. I guess we're Roger de Bois. Excalibur? Yep. Eventador? 
Aventador S. So I think I think Roger Dubuis is the new like official watch of Lamborghini. So kind of like like Breitling does their thing with Bentley or used to. I think Roger Dubuis is now that watch for for Lamborghini. So I think this watch is the first one um in that chapter of their partnership so i don't understand what's happening on this watch <laughs> neither do i what I am like, i look I, I want it i want to wear it where do i look is yeah, that a, what is it <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is because you're gonna hop into your aventador yeah <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna blast down beverly hills and just do your thing man is it a skull i don't it looks like a cockroach someone stepped on. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, I might just be visually matrixing, but there's a shape. There's a shape in the fucking, there's a shape. Do you not yeah, see? They sometimes do like, like this sort of star kind of thing. Maybe but I don't, I don't see it in this watch. <clears throat> anyway, I, I want so this wild. watch. I want this watch and I want a Lambo. <laughs> And I want to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> can you, can you, can you, so can you buy this watch, buy your Lambo, get your monogrammed bathrobe, and then go through the Taco Bell drive through That's a good idea. I think, this is pretty, an, <laughs> I think it's pretty rock and roll. It's an 88 piece limited edition in yellow for $185,000. I can't tell if this is good or depressing. That would not knock out my student debt. <laughs> Oh, oh. I can't try to figure like a punch in the gut for me. I'm trying to figure out if that's good or depressing. <laughs> hey man, this is this is a real podcast. This is a real this, this is, fucking podcast. This is where we talk about these things. No, I I, th- I think carbon is a, is still a super cool like material to work um to work with in wow. in the watch space, and I th- I think Roger Dubuis probably does it best. I know Richard Mille gets a lot of the spotlight. Um, I think even Hublot at times, but this is really, really cool. I think this brand is all about like high performance. And mm. I, I feel like this partnership with Lamborghini is spot on. So I, I can't explain why I like it. Who? I can't. Doesn't someone partner with Ferrari? It's Hublot. Hublot partners with Ferrari. Yeah. Right? yeah. They have that watch where you need like a, like an external sex toy to like wind yeah, yeah you need you need like a ferrari branded library a fucking vibrator to get that shit charged up right <laughs> yeah oh dude that is ridiculous yeah wow i don't know what it is man i like this brand almost almost a little more than than richard meal i'll say it i'll say it. he's throwing he's throwing down the gauntlet everyone <laughs> I'll say it. I'll fucking say it, bro. I don't know anything about about Lamborghini. I don't know anything about cars. I'm but... I'm aware the Lamborghinis have wheels. Yeah, I think the Aventador looks pretty cool. I looked that up for this episode. I think that's a cool Lambo. I'll yes. rent it. Aventador. <laughs> I'll rent it. Uh, I'll rent Lamborghini it. Aventador. Yes. Yes. This 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 is certainly a vehicle. Yes. It's it's a fine car. It's a fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it has a great uh, crash test safety rating, <laughs> and I'm sure it gets great gas mileage. And you can fit so many groceries in this car. 
Right? <laughs> just the, the one the one banana. <laughs> my well, my dad's a doctor and my dad's had a um um a, a really like like fervent fascination with sports cars and so my whole life he would get like every year he would get a new car. And um he was always into Porsche, like you know, or you know, Porsches. I have no idea what's proper. Porsche. I I was group saying Porsche. Me too. Right? So thank you. And so, you know, I, I, there was always a Porsche in the garage in some capacity you know he did the ferrari thing for a while he used to have an old alfa romeo and he loved it the porsche thing is what he always always returned to and um the trunk on that thing you can fit like a fucking cough drop in there like (laughs) (laughs) but like on his way home from work he would like get food to like you know he would get takeout or whatever you know Uh my mom was working and so i always remembered when, when my dad brought home food takeout like takeout it would just always be smushed it would always be because he had to like sit on it because <laughs> well, it's, it's either smushed in the trunk or he's got to put it in the back seat i'm using air quotes all right the only way the only way the porsche has a proper back seat is if it's hauling like 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 double leg amputees all right because there's no there's no way a fully formed human body is gonna fit in the back of a, i did it when i was a child and when i didn't really have like a fully grown body but around the time I was in high school, yeah, my my backseat Porsche days were fucking over. <laughs> By the time my fat ass hit a hit a high school, you know. So, apologies to Alan Goodfellows and <laughs> double amputees. <laughs> apologies to the amputees, Alan Goodfellows, Herbert Sherbert, Sherbert Hermans. Uh, what else we got? I think that's about it, right? Yeah, we're good. We're caught up. Yeah, I think we're about, I think we're about caught up on on the, on our in show apologies. So I'm I'm actually I'm actually a little embarrassed about the second guilty pleasure watch because I feel like maybe I didn't go. Why? We, we you, all love you. You pick, we're, no, we're, we're here for you. No, no one. The only person that actually knows me, Michael, is you because you talk to me all the time. No one else knows me. You guys hear me for like an hour. Oh, Kaz is funny. Kaz is not fucking funny. You already hear me an hour a week. I am fucking annoying. All right, I'm I'm aware of that. Um, I'm embarrassed about them. Sorry, I'm embarrassed about this pick because I feel like I feel like I should have chosen outrageously expensive stuff. Like I don't know. There's not no, too, no. there's not too this, much. This this is all about dynamic and variety. So let's okay, do it. Let's do it. All right, my second pick. It's a Vostok Europe. Okay. okay. Have you seen? So there's a bit of controversy in regards to the differentiations between Vostok. The Vostok that we all know, the Commanderskis, your fucking amphibias, and all that bullshit. And then Vostok Europe. Vostok Europe, in my opinion, is probably, like, the closest thing we'll ever get to Invicta's, like, Slavic cousin. You know what I mean? You mentioned, is Vostok Europe the one that's owned by this sort of weird conglomerate of super wealthy families that were picking off the pieces? That's pulled out. That's, okay. That's, that's, so that's anything, any first Moscow watch factory kind of brand is owned by a, a grouping of Russian and German businessmen. So that's um, Stermansky, that's Polyot, um, fucking I can't remember any other ones right now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so the issue, not the issue, what happened with Vostok Europe is, because uh, how much time do I have? Okay, not too much history time. No, um, lots of time. Come uh, on, do it. Go for it. While the USSR was falling, so all all watch factories were government owned during the Soviet um, Soviet Union, because that's just the nature of, of how of how it worked. Uh, towards the end of the of the USSR, when the USSR, when the government was basically running out of money, they couldn't pay workers, they couldn't pay any of their cross government debts, they couldn't really pay, they couldn't really pay anyone back. Um, 
they started doing what they started doing was they started giving away like shares and part ownership to some of the factories. And in the case of Vostok, it was pretty interesting. Um, a lot of the workers, from what I understand, were from oh, I'm gonna fuck this up, Lithuania. Hmm. I think um, one of the countries it might be Lithuania. One of the countries around there. And so basically, what started happening was they're like, listen, we can't really pay you money. But we can, we'll give you like, we'll slowly over time give you ownership of like, like, like stocks and like Vostok. So they, they gave them like, like part ownership in the factory, like token, like token, like ownership parts over a long period of time. And then towards the end, they just started just giving them watches. And so towards the end of the Soviet Union, um, Vostok workers, they would like be on the sides of the road selling the watches to try and make money because the government couldn't pay them because the government owned the watch factory and the government was broke. All right. When the Soviet Union finally collapsed, what had happened was the people that owned the majority of Vostok were the, the Lithuanian workers that were in there. Hmm. What had happened over time from that point is slowly Vostok Europe basically was created. So they were Vostok Europe is Vostok Europe owns Vostok, the Vostok that makes commander skis and amphibious, but Vostok Europe is technically a different entity because they don't use Vostok parts. That's how I've seen it. You know, they use, okay. um, I think, I think they're made in Asia. Technically. I think Vostok Europe hmm. are made in Asia because they use, um, they use NH movements. A Vostok oh. Europe was the first watch to, I think, I think the first watch to use the fucking NH 88, the Seiko chronograph move. The chrono. Yeah. Weirdly enough, it was one of the first watches for some fucking reason. First watches to uh, come out with that movement. Um, I don't know why. I just want to clarify. I find none of these Vostok Europe's attractive. I think they're all quite fucking horrendous. Okay. They're very ugly. They're huge. They're like 50 millimeters. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I guess I'm supposed to even to like fight polar bears or something. Um, but I've always been fascinated. I've always wanted to try one on and I always feel really bad for liking them because they, they, they look like, they look like, like, like Slavic Invictus, like really bad looking Invictus, not like the pro diver that I reviewed, which was awesome, by the way. Um, the one I'm looking at here that I always kind of like, I always kind of come back to because it's just, it's just oddly ridiculous. It's, um, okay. Let me see if I can find you the fucking, the fucking name for this thing. So it's Vostok Europe Lunokhode, L-U-N-O-K-H-O-D, uh, 6209209. Vostok Europe. You see it's loading. It's loading. Wow, this is a slow website. <laughs> Whoa. See it? You have it in front of you? <clears throat> wow. It's a watch. It's a watch. I'm into it. I'm into it for all the wrong reasons. I don't want to get this because I don't want to I don't want to fucking look tough or whatever. I think it's just a fucking hole. It's rose Who's gold. That, push her for? that is the crown. That's the crown? Where else is the crown? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a big pusher. It looks like it's not even like screwed in. The crown at two o'clock is a Vostok <clears throat> thing. Um, mm, there's some commander okay. ski models uh, that do that. Uh, and the K shape is actually slightly reminiscent of some old commander ski models. But the rest of this has nothing to do with Vostok. You know what I mean? It's 49 millimeters. It's like super thick. I don't even understand. I don't know. I don't even know if the bezel turns. All right. 
doesn't but look I, like it does. It doesn't look like it does. I mean, how are you going to turn it? It's like internal. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't. I I really want to wear this watch. Let's see. How much is this thing? The one I'm looking I at is a thousand bucks. That's a lot of money to pay for a piece of shit. <laughs> right? It's a lot of money to pay for a piece of shit, man. But every now and then I'm just like, maybe if they go on sale. No, no, brain. You need to get that fucking thought out of your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're going to buy this and 100% regret it. But this is always one of those things I'm like, I check to see if it's on sale. I go and look at it. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's one of those, it's so bad it's a good thing kind of things i think i can see it look how secure the lugs are they have like they have like fucking yeah like a riveted screw in right there. you know it yeah. reminds me of the magnets on the fucking seymour duncan invader pickup the one that tom DeLong used to have and that and that, that that's what it looks like you know i kind of like this on rubber because it, it, it looks like a weird like leather strap on here now it looks like a yeah it looks like a weird <laughs> leather dog leather yeah, this is probably this is probably Leica, that poor dog, man. <laughs> this is what they did with the this is this is their this is their this is Vostok's version of the Romain Jerome DNA. Uh, they put a little bit of Leica the dog in every one of their dog leather straps. Uh, I, I, so who should we apologize? I think we should, to? I think we should see more dog leather. I think personally <laughs> with the first on it. <laughs> well, how are you going to ethically acquire? You don't. A, you don't. You <laughs> just don't. you drive around the streets of Vanna and you club dogs to death, and you throw them in the back of your car, and you it's, go. It's, it's on one of those erotic watches. It's not even. <laughs> we're not talking about ethics here. Uh, I'm so into it, but yeah, this has always been like a like a like just like an odd guilty pleasure watch, um, for me. I'm so fascinated by it. I think the only reason I'm fascinated is because it's a Vostok Europe, and I'm like. I mean, helium I release valve, 300 meters. Um, Does it really have a helium release valve? That's what it says here on VostokEurope.com. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Might be fun. It's like a cool, like, this is like a cool, like, Disney resort watch. You know? I can see you, I can see you walking around the pool, getting some... Some Disney margaritas, getting some I sun. I don't, I don't think I think I think I think, I think I'm fresh, uh, fresh, full on sun here. Over, you know what I mean? <laughs> Working on my tan with my Vostok Europe and my Kaz, brown Kaz skin. Kaz is is the man with a plan <laughs> with a, with a pretty cool tan. Ugh, never heard that. You'd be surprised. Never actually, uh, never actually heard that. but I like it. So yeah, that's uh, that's my second pick. It, like it, it. has an NH35. If that's gonna sway anyone's opinions. A thousand is a lot, though. For that is a lot. Of, I don't understand why it's so much money. I also think it's mineral crystal. Um, hmm. what a fucking ugly watch. It's hard to tell. Does here. someone have this? If someone has this, please let me know. Yeah, it's a, a K1 mineral crystal. There yep. you go. That's so good. Three three point five millimeters. It's pretty thick, actually. Shit. It is. Yeah. God damn. Okay. Well, that's 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 my that's my second mind. Mm. My mind's telling me no. My body's telling me yes. Pick. Uh, what about you? What do you got? So my th my third is <laughs> my third is um. <laughs> it's different. It, it, huh? I, I don't think we've ever talked about this brand. It's not, it's not even really a brand. It's it's more like a dude. Um, okay. It's a it's a Philippe Dufour simplicity. Oh, 
let me go. Um, so everything about everything about these watches is super basic. It's a time only watch. Mm. Uh, you have a you have a second subdial, and um, these are basically produced by the um, the greatest living watchmaker of our time. Mm. Um, I think originally the price was something like $50,000, but they, they went super quick. The history is super hazy to me. Um, but I think people on average were waiting like six years for, for him, for him to build the watch. So it's kind of like he was a guy or he is a guy that just like built these watches and. If you got in, you got in. You're you're very very lucky if if you have one. <laughs> is he the um, is is it is it is it Philip DeFore who there's a video on YouTube of him like making watch hands in his fucking like kitchen sink on like the Isle of Man or am I thinking of something else? Someone else. That's Roger Smith. Yes, yes. He, I'm it, so sorry. I got them mixed up. I'm so sorry. One. Yeah, that's who it is. I sorry. I I think you know what I think that the quality is comparable. Mm-hmm. You know I, I think I think just in terms of. How I how, how much of a like living icons these guys are? I, I think they're they might be on the same page. Yeah. Um, but Philippe, this Philippe Dufour simplicity, I, I don't know what it is. There, there's nothing. There's nothing overtly eccentric about it, or nothing about this watch communicates status in any single way. Like it's it's a time only watch with Roman numerals, white dial, communicates taste. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That like that's. You can you can be in a room full of like like hardcore hardcore paddock collectors mm. and just walking with this thing you're gonna be the bell of the ball <laughs> like you just you're gonna be the biggest burger in town. That's and, awesome. <laughs> um, these are completely like just it's it's not possible to get them. I, I think I think last time one went on auction it was like two hundred fifty thousand. Jeez. I can't explain why I like it. Let me see. Let me get a better look. The guy, the guy is super funny. There, there are videos of him out there. Like, I think, I think one of the interviews he did was, um, like, yeah, when I was going to school, like I wasn't good at math or engineering. So the teachers told me, Oh, you're only good enough to be a watchmaker. (laughs) Jokes on you, dick. (laughs) (laughs) So, so these things are beautiful. Yeah. Just, just really cool. They, they're, they're not like these aren't up my alley at all. You know, I, I can, I can probably find a Seiko Presage that has the same kind of. The thing look, is, this isn't a watch you buy because you find it beautiful. This is a watch you buy because you're passionate about urology and like the craft. You know what I mean? Like this is your expression of how you feel about watchmaking, not about what you want to match with your shoes. You know what I'm saying, dude? It's funny though because I, I look back at how I got into watches and I was like, wow, this is too much for a time only watch. This is too much for a chronograph. This is too much for a GMT. You know, this is too much for a Turbion. Hmm. So in my brain, I had all, all of these different price segments built out. And this, this watch defies all of them. Like this is, this, this does what a Timex weekender does. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah, like hundred percent. Three, three hander tells the time. You know, but I, I, I think the, I think what we're looking at here is execution, and yes. I think most definitely. 
I'm I'm guilty about it a hundred percent because of the price. If I was on the ground floor for these things somehow, I would feel guilty spending like fifty k or sixty k, whatever they were. I could be wrong. It it, it might have been more, but you know, who whoever whoever knew what was up back then and has one of these now, like congrats to you. <laughs> yeah, straight up. That's a good yeah. pick. Yeah, and you know he's he's apparently a cool guy. He, he goes to Basel every year, um, kind of. Yeah, he's just doing I, his I think, thing, man. He's he's. I I don't think he does much anymore because he sold like I don't know how many of these, and he's sad. <laughs> Good for him though. Yep. These are beautiful. Simplicity. I love that. Yep. Damn. Damn. Is it look at those. Look at those hands, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to figure these. Look out, at those actually. blue hands. I was gonna ask you about these. Are these? Are they sort of brigade hands or not really? Yep, they're like Breguet style, um, probably like heat-treated blue steel hands. I'm sure. Wow. Um, manually wound, so it's like you're not even paying that. for an automatic. <laughs> you know? God, these things are perfect, dude. Master. But yeah, last last time nice. last time these were out, or one of them went for sale, it was quarter million dollars. Yep. A lot of cheddar. It's a lot of cheddar. So, uh, yeah. How are you going to close this out? On the complete opposite end of the style spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) I've always seen these. So this is my third pick. Um, I had picked something else, but I changed it about 25 minutes ago. Um, I've always seen these things around and I see them. I see them and like, just like regard them as a curiosity. I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool. And then like scroll on my Instagram feed. But then I'm more and more thought about it. I'm like. I think I might be in love with these watches, but I've never really entertained the idea of owning one. I don't think I'll ever get to try one on because I don't know. Mm. I don't change that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they have like boutiques or whatever. It's it's and I have no idea how to say this brand name properly. It's this fucking um, HYT skull. Have you seen Mm. these? I have. They they have a few skulls. There's a few. So, yeah. so the few skulls, the one that I saw and was super into, but I would feel like really like weird wearing it's the fucking maori skull have you seen this one the skull maori maori how do you spell that m-a-o-r-i oh like maori like 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 um like moana like the disney movie like you know um, yeah i would feel really weird wearing this because this is a little too close to like colonial cultural appropriation for my liking I have no business wearing a watch with a Maori skull on it nor do I have many business getting like a shirt with a sugar skull on it you know what I mean yeah but those things still occur but I love I think this watch is beautiful for, for, for two reasons I just love the detail and the actual skull itself I love the whole like liquid measuring like thing that they do you know what I'm saying by the way they do not care about that any kind of sort of correctness in any way because they, they have a version they have a version of this watch that's flat out like elephant tusk like the skull is elephant it's actual ivory so i think the mic drop for them is that if they did an hyt skull in blackface oh i think that would be like boom but like boom we officially don't give a fuck here's the hyt skull in blackface 51 millimeters two hundred thousand dollars money now someone <laughs> now would buy cool, it man. i'm sure someone would totally but someone would buy it uh for fucking uh krampus you know 
You know, that's a good question. I, I don't know if they have boutiques. They don't. I've never, I don't even know where the fuck you see these stupid things. You know? But the other reason why I've always, I've always... Now you tell me, Michael, if you see this too. Every time one of these watches shows up on my feed or I see it on one of the fucking websites, it looks like General Grievous from Star Wars. Yep. Am I, am I the only is that like a common thing within the because I'm like you're more plugged into this than I am is that a common thing to see in this watch or is, I, is that just you I, and I I feel exactly the same way okay it looks just like him if anyone else sees the HYT skull any one of them and like oh yeah General Grievous please let us know because um, it looks just like goddamn General Grievous from Star Wars right. I have I think I have news for you is there a boutique near me HYT boutique. I think I think there's a boutique. Um, I think there's a boutique near San Francisco. No. You wanna go? Shut the front door. No way. You, you wanna go? I'm tempted to go. Hold on. HYT boutique. Boutique. I do. I'll, I'll be honest. Let me let me let me map it. Mm-hmm. I do apologize for making a blackface joke. It's <laughs> a lot of apologies a, this episode. It's a 30 minute drive from San Francisco, like the city. That's tempting. Should we have it's, clo- it's closer to Palo Alto. Should we should we have our TV oh my cat's here. Should we have our, our TBWS get together there, but just not tell HYT? <laughs> just a bunch of loud dudes showing HYT, like what the fuck is happening in our boutique? I'm telling you, you can go there. It's <laughs> it's it's on their website. It's a store location. Um, yeah. Wow. Actually, closer to you right now, there's East Coast Jewelry in Boca Raton. They care. They carry them. They carry them. So Maybe I'll go and try on the latest uh, latest HYT skull blackface. What do you think? I think you should live stream. I think I should live stream it. <laughs> I don't know like that much about this watch, but just like visually, I have this. This is my monogram bathrobe watch. You know what I mean? Like this is the watch that I would buy and just be one of those guys that just doesn't give a shit. Yep. How big is this? 51 millimeters. That's a lot of goddamn meters. Right? I'm going to buy you a, a monogram bathrobe. Let's buy. We'll right can we now. buy each other monogrammed TBWS bathrooms? <laughs> I think that would be Bath perfect. Room. I also don't understand how this like liquid measurement thing works. Oh, there's a video. I want to see the video. It's really cool, actually. I, I I think I think this is one of those brands that's super obviously super expensive, but I don't know. They they have the shit to back it up. Let's see, it's loading. I'm not I'm not a hydromechanical engineer. Aren't though, you? So. <laughs> this thing is so cool. Oh, I love this. How much is this watch? Hmm, I don't know. I didn't look. Probably should have probably should have fucking looked. <laughs> you probably should have looked. Before I started like, you know, planning on planning on planning on drilling my 401k, I probably should have seen how much this uh uh skull Mao Maori is a hard word, man. Maori price. Hold on, my cat's here. What's wrong? You okay? Big tough cat. Technical data, user guide. $120,000 USD. That's not so bad. Tis, but a scratch. So let's buy these. 
Let's buy Ventadors. And let's just live the dream. Let's just live the executive lifestyle dream. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's recap. Let's recap our choices here. Um, <laughs> By the way, have you heard about our Patreon? <laughs> This is the wrong time to bring, to bring up. Let's play Aventadors. Hey guys, go to patreon.com slash t No, no, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, this is Good fun. Stuff. I have fun doing this. This is so nice. This beats work. You know what I mean? Yep. Fuck work, bro. Uh, what was I going to say? Let's recap. We talked about first pick. Um, Michael, your first pick was the fucking the the, the MBNF Aquapod, that green one, right? I dig it. Mine was this uh, this Tiffany Sue CT. I wrote it down. I'm gonna fucking forget it. CT60 Chronograph. Uh, I think they're really really fun, super like vintage e inspired, but just love the idea of just I just love the idea of the way they look. You know what I mean? A little expensive, uh, quite expensive, but that's just the way quite. it is. Um, your second pick, where did I put it? Roger Dubuis. Roger Dubuis. The, um, fucking, uh... Aventador watch. That's what it was. <laughs> that's, the, your, that, that's the watch you're going to buy to go with your Lamborghini Aventador. Perfect. Uh, my second pick was this, technically, it was this, uh, I lost it. This Vostok <laughs> Europe, um, Lunod, Lunod, whatever the fuck it was. Um, ridiculous looking watch. In rose gold. Uh, your third pick was this this really really fucking just like beautiful this 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 Philip um, Philip Dufour simplicity. It's just so cool. Yeah, super into it. And then close it out with the HYT skull. Those are your TBWS guilty pleasure watch part four picks. Let us know your thoughts and opinions on the watches that we chose. If you've ever had the opportunity to try on one of these watches, let us know how it was. You know what I mean? Um, I do want to do a shout out to a watch that uh, the watch that I did bump off the list while on air in place of the HYT skull. It was the um, Remain Jerome uh, DNA series, the Pac-Man watch. One of the Pac-Man watches. Mm. <laughs> those are cool. I think, yeah, those are cool. I think they're cool, but they're so fucking stupid. In this, in the the moon case that's supposed to look like the lunar module. Or whatever, you know what I mean. What I love <laughs> about those remainder room watches, there, there, there's this series of them where he does like video, or they, he, he, uh, they do like video game dials. There's a Mario one. There's a, there's mm-hmm. like a fucking, and there's like a Space Invaders one, and there's obviously there's this, um, there's a Tetris one, and then there's this Pac-Man one. Um, what I love about every time someone brings up these watches, it's like, oh, you know, the craftsmanship is really good, and it's like a three-layer dial. Like, can we just acknowledge that this is a stupid fucking watch before we even begin, yeah. like, the review? You know what I mean? Of course. For, like, how, how much? Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me find that goddamn tab again. How much was this ridiculous fucking watch? Remain Jerome. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> That's that's me on the internet. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> the internet's not listening, man. <laughs> the uh, twenty thousand dollars. It's about I'm gonna say approximately twenty thousand dollars. It's it's on the on the lower end of what we've been chatting about. <laughs> that's not bad. Admittedly, yes. This is the Timex. This is the this is our closest thing to a Timex on the guilty pleasure watches part four episode. But yeah, so the whole thing with the Remain Your Own um, DNA series is that initially it was the the Titanic 
where like the whole DNA part of it was they took like a piece of the Titanic ooh and they put it in the fucking watch or whatever which you probably shouldn't take out of the water because it's gonna rot it's just it's just gonna it's just gonna you know return to dust I think if you bring it out of the water because it you know what I mean it's just whatever and then they also did it with I think didn't they do like a Back to the Future one with a piece of a DeLorean on the inside or some shit oof who knows that sounds cool right um and so that's always been the idea. That's not the case with these video game watches. It's just like the you know they, there's, there's, they, they didn't like find Pac-Man in retirement and like you know cut off his finger and like put it in a watch or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I always thought the video game dials were fun, but it's just it's just such a it's so stupid. But I would love to try this on one day. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna rent an Aventador this weekend. Can you do that? Can you just re- what do you? Where do you do that? I don't know. People rent like exotic cars now. I, I, I'm That's a bachelor true. right now. I just dropped my wife off at the airport. She's doing a conference. So I think I'm going to watch all the Rambo movies and then <laughs> go rent an Aventador. Dude, watch all the Rambo movies. Eat with the fridge door open. Okay. Leave the sink on. All right. <laughs> Turn the AC on. Open all your windows. Dude, mom and dad are out of town. All bets are off. All right, right. <laughs> Drink fucking juice out of the carton, dude. Everything, 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 everything. Uh, it's probably stupid expensive to rent an Aventador. I don't know. It's probably cheaper than it's buying one. Speedmaster money to rent oh, yeah, it. But sure. Yeah. Can you leave your watch there as as collateral in case you don't come <laughs> <Right>. back? <laughs> Promise I'll be uh, back. Here's my Speedmaster. This was a fun episode. The good, the I pleasure think. episodes are always a good time. Here, it's probably it's probably time for us to let the nice people. Get on with their days. But again, huge shout out to everyone in the Facebook group. Go and check it out. Huge shout out to Greg Woods, Skip Rose, Ben Newcomb. You guys were holding it fucking down. Mike and I are trying to figure out something nice to do for you. Also, if you want to join the group, actually answer the questions. When you apply for membership, it's going to make the whole fucking process easier uh, for everyone. If you have any questions on how that works, email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. Um, also, if you have any thoughts about the show, any of the choices that we've uh, that we've made, any of your own guilty pleasure watches, let us know what's up. Um, give us a holler in the comments if you're on Instagram for this episode, or in the comments um, on the Facebook post when this goes up, because the dudes over there on the Facebook group take care of that, or on the website. Again, thank you to everyone that has shared um, really nice thoughts uh, and like feedback on the on the news site. That that means a lot, especially after all the fucking hell. Um, Someone's home, someone homes needs to burn down for all that shit I went through. Like that, like the, I, the universe won't feel right until it happens. So, you know what I mean? Watch, here's here's fate's switcheroo. My home fucking burns down. The cats die while inside. All because I said terrible things to strangers. <laughs> That's how it works, man. But all right. um, that time? That time. It's that time. I think it's that sad, sad time. All right. Episode 123. Uh, looking forward to catching up with everyone this week. And uh, oh, there's something I was going to say that was supposed to. Huge congratulations to Fish Tire, user Fish Tire on Instagram. I almost forgot. I'm so sorry. For winning the TBWS 8,000 follower giveaway, you have won the Casio World Time. Right? Hooray! Hooray! Getting mailed out to you. We'll, let you, we'll, we'll give you a holler with the tracking. Um, thank you to everyone that has entered. We are doing more giveaways soon, so keep an eye out. We're getting closer and closer to 
10,000 followers, but first we should probably start figuring out what we're going to do for our 9,000 follower giveaway, because we still have to play catch-up. It's all good. It's all good. We have watches. We got watches, but all right, let's do it. Do you want to, do you want to close, do you want to close this out? Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later.